0: you're listening to the dana and parks podcast on kmbz
1: You ever want to feel old this song is 37 years old oh shut up are you serious That's true <laughs> that's old 37 <clears throat> years old
2: <laughs> comes from last century that's yeah,
1: old it, it does dan thank yeah you. thank you
2: the 1900s
1: it is good to be with you guys on this tuesday afternoon um Dare I throw onto the table for consideration a Terrible Joke Tuesday? Ah, it's been a while. I don't know why we wouldn't. I don't believe we've done terrible jokes in three weeks.
3: It's been a couple of weeks. I think it's time. It's
1: overdue. Uh, 3.45 this afternoon. We will do Terrible Joke Tuesday. Let's do it. Uh, Very quickly, uh, before we get to our topic du jour, uh, American workers are reporting that they are the most unhappy they have been in years. I sent you this story. Despite wage increases, more paid time off, and greater control over where they work, this is according to the Wall Street Journal. They studied a ton of people, Scott. Uh, The Journal referenced a Gallup workplace report from 2023 that found the number of U.S. workers who say they are angry, angry, stressed, and disengaged is climbing. Dana, you're absolutely right. They interviewed more than 57,000 American workers related to their job satisfaction. People are ticked. I only need to remind you guys, a survey is considered legit if it if they interview more than 850 people. They interviewed 57,000. So this was despite the fact
0: that people are getting paid more? They have more flexibility about when and where to work with remote work. More paid time off. More paid time off. Doesn't matter. Companies are throwing everything at them, saying, let's try to make a work-life balance here. And people still are saying they are not happy.
1: Why? I don't know. I've never understood, and and I truly believe this. We've had this conversation before, not looking to make it a topic. I'm just going to make a quick statement, and then we'll move on to something else. I have never understood the anger that permeates the American society. The frustration, the anger. We live, and there is no denying it, this country has problems, has issues that it needs to solve. But we live in the greatest, the freest. The most accessible country that this planet has ever known. And And why are people
0: so annoyed and grumpy and ticked? I don't
1: don't know the answer to that, Dana. Yeah. Why are Americans so angry all the time? That's the other thing. They're angry at work. Why not
0: just leave and go get another job? You can go anywhere right now. If you're that angry, go find something else to do. All right. Speaking of angry and puzzled and angry uh, from our friends over at Fox Four, Kansas City woman just discovered the hydrant in front of her home was broken. How did she discover it, you ask? Because there was a fire! (laughs) Amica Brock said she always took comfort in knowing there was a hydrant sitting in front of her home, something that often lowers homeowners' insurance rates because hydrants can play a key role in efficiently fighting fires. But when Brock's home caught fire last December, she learned the truth about that hydrant that she had relied on to protect her. The beginning of the fire was actually captured on her ring doorbell. Brock, who was away from home getting her hair done, saw the men who she had hired to remove a tree from her backyard yelling for help. Then she saw smoke and flames. She called the Kansas City Fire Department as she rushed back to her house over on East 62nd. Once she got there, more bad news. A firefighter told her he'd checked the hydrant in front of her home, and it was broken. We're all frantic looking around. And he said, there's no water. The video showed firefighters putting up ladders while they waited for a pumper truck with 1,500 gallons of water to arrive. Mm.
1: By I'm, that time, su- I'm assuming her house burned oh, yeah, to the yeah.
0: By that time, which according to a fire department report, fire appeared to have started in the driveway. When the tree worker's truck burst into flames, the fire had spread to her entire home. Half her home was destroyed. Um, apparently they're supposed to check these annually, but (laughs) let's be honest. The one in front of her house apparently hadn't been checked in more than three and a half years. I don't know. Does that fall on the fire marshal? How many fire hydrants, Sam, could there possibly be in the city of Kansas City, Missouri proper? You're talking about. Thousands of hydrants. Well, you
1: figure at least one per block.
0: Thousands and thousands. And you mean to tell me someone is physically going around and, like, tapping every single well, one of those things to make sure water's well, now, coming out? Now,
1: wait a minute. Let me ask you this. How many gas pumps are there in Kansas City? Thousands. Okay.
0: And we have an entire division, the Weights and Measures Department, Correct. specifically tasked with making sure those are accurate.
1: And so <laughs> I'm not knocking the fire department. But I'm about to say something that's about to make them very upset.
0: Don't say they don't fight fires. I'm because saying they do. They do, do fight,
1: they do but, fight but fires. But the
0: majority of their calls are medical. We know that. Yes. You're much more likely and, to have a heart attack than your home is to burn down.
1: And I would I would simply point out, and I think even a firefighter, if they're honest with themselves, would agree to this. Yeah. You're there for three 12-hour shifts, three days in a row, usually. I, th- I think that's how they work. You're you're there for three days, you go home for four. Um There's a lot of sitting around.
4: Oh
0: my gosh, you did not just say that. Yeah, I did. No, there's what what you want the firefighters to go out checking fire hydrants so that when I do have a medical emergency they're all spread out over the city? No thank you. What, they, they I'm don't sorry, have, they don't Dana, have I know you called 911 because you're having a heart attack, but all of our crews are spread out all over town making sure fire hydrants work. When you know, Scott, statistically, Dana. the odds that your house are going to catch fi- fire well, or a house on your well, block is one in a million. Well, here's what I know. I can't believe you just said that. I, I want everyone I, listening to know that I support our firefighters so and do I. I do not agree with what you just said. So
1: do I. But I think firefighters spend a lot of their time sitting on their butts. Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Take it back. No. Just stop. You keep saying things this week. It's that, 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 not good. Let's, just, let's, no, no, no. let's just go to break. Here's
1: where else I see firefighters I a lot. I need a break. I need a break. At I the grocery break. store. Oh, my
0: God. They cook. They have to because they're trapped in exactly that Exactly my point.
1: Does it take five firefighters to go grocery shopping? Oh, my God. What You want them just gallivanting
0: around town, making sure all of the fire hydrants work? Yes. I don't. I would rather them be
1: accessible when I start choking to death. If it's my house that's on fire, I want to make sure that the fire hydrant in my front yard, and I have one, works. I don't believe there's not
0: an electronic way that we could test those. I mean, think about all of the meter readers that come around to make sure that your Evergy meter is working or, your you know, your water meter. They have to physically come by and do that. There's not someone with the city that couldn't keep track of all the fire hydrants. Do not put that on the firefighters.
1: Well, I figure they're the ones who know how to operate it.
0: Oh, my God.
3: The fire department is with the city.
0: I'm,
1: why? Why, Scott, why? Why do I speak truth? Why? The power? I, just, I really think I power? need a Power? What? I really <laughs> think I need a vacation. You just got one. I know, It. that's... I haven't had a vacation since I went to London in July. You went away for 30 days! I'm not saying that's a vacation! you think for a
0: second I'm that, not that was a vac- you a vacation. take that well, back! It
1: wasn't a vacation for me, I can tell you that! But you're right, and I thanked you profusely. For saving my life. All of the phones are
0: ringing, and it's going to be firefighters who are mad, and that's not what we're talking about here. Hi, Jim.
5: Uh,
0: Jim, hello. Hi, Jim. Hello.
5: Yes. The problem with the, the hydrants belongs to the city water department, and the city water department is supposed to go around and flush it because actually there is a short that It has a T fitting in the main line, and then a short piece of pipe to the fire hydrant. And that will trap a lot of different things that's not supposed to be in the water. So when they flush it, a hydrant, it will take all that contaminants out. It's a water quality issue. But it's also that hydrant is supposed to be exercised. Meaning that screw that works the, the mechanism is supposed to be moved to where that everything in that hydrant is moved and worked and it is the city is supposed to maintain a schedule of that, and the city is supposed to maintain a deal of it. and it's actually supposed to be so many gallons per minute rated to maintain that insurance rating that we need for Correct. our insurance. You can't have a weak
0: stream coming out of that thing.
5: So, uh, no, it's not upon the fire department to do it. It is upon the city to do the schedule and upon the city water department to, to handle that. Okay. How's that? Take care, my friend. Okay,
1: Jim. Be good, buddy. Uh, from the text line, are you saying that you two don't sit on your butts all day? I, we do. For four hours. I don't. I, I don't, can't get up. But nobody holds me up as a
0: hero. I can't even get up to use the restroom without running and hurrying and then running back and then really rushing through the happy birthday song, which is not hygienic.
1: I have no idea what you just said. Hannah, in... Uh, Wait, didn't we
3: just have a conversation about being unhappy in the workplace? <laughs> Hannah, hello.
6: Hey, so I was just going to say, um, I've got right across the street from me, my neighbor's yard, they do have a fire hydrant, and the fire the fire department has come out, and actually, like, I don't know if they tested what they tested, if it works or not, but they came out, and they've done it more than once. I've lived there for about 12 years, and it seems like about at least once a year, the, the fire department, the fire truck, everything is out there testing it. Um, I will say one thing, and I told Sam this the neighbor painted the fire hydrant yellow, not a pretty color anyway, but okay. the fire department told him that was a big no. Yeah, are you, are that you ex- not allowed to paint it? No, you are not. Why? I don't know. I it wasn't in my yard. I got, so just to share another brief thing, I apologize, but um, at my corner, I'm at about a hundred Terrace and Holly street, Kansas City, Missouri, three blocks east of state line. Um, I'm right at the corner and we had blocks or Rocks right at our corner, and somebody called three one one about the rocks that are on my property line on the corner, um, that they were a danger to their vehicles, and I told the person who came out from the city that if the person driving would have stayed on the street as opposed to driving up onto my property, then they wouldn't have an issue with the rocks, and they didn't like that very much. But yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: Say, Hannah, thank you for the call. When we get back, listen to this. On, I just Googled this, like, who's in charge of fire hydrants. This is from Lenexa, okay? Okay. The Lenexa Fire Department's fire suppression capabilities rely heavily on private fire hydrants because they are an indispensable facet of the overall fire protection features of a building. Annual maintenance and testing will ensure proper function. Property owners within the city of Lenexa are solely responsible for the maintenance and testing of privately owned fire hydrants. And then it goes all into the codes.
1: We have privately owned fire hydrants? Uh, may, maybe a, a large business campus, like the Sprint campus or something, Oh, might have th- their own fire hydrants. Okay, but just
0: because it's in front of, like, your house on the corner, that's I, not I, I, yours. No, that would
1: be publicly owned. For sure. Okay. I had no idea there were private fire hydrants. You know, when she was telling talking about the fire hydrant in her neighbor's yard being painted yellow... I do have a fire hydrant in my front yard. I have no idea what color it is.
0: I think you're not supposed to paint it because you could paint it shut. You know what I mean? Like the paint would right. seal over the...
1: 913-586. Go ahead, Sam.
3: I was going to say it depends on the municipality. There are neighborhoods
1: in Beverly Hills where they're painted chrome. Because really? Because they don't want them to be ugly. Huh. 913-586-7798. 586 Let's go to Richard in Independence. Richard, good afternoon. Welcome to Dana and Parks. Hi.
7: Hey, how are you guys? We're doing well, man. Thank you. Hey, so first of all, love you both to death. But I'm going to settle your guys' dispute, okay? I'm a former fireman, and Scott, you are absolutely correct. We have a lot of sit-around time. Dana, you too are also correct. Most of the calls we respond are medical or car wrecks. Or some structure fires and some car fires, but the fire hydrants are ordinarily tested by the local fire department. And we go out and we open them up with the Halligan tools, take the caps off, let them cause pandemonium on your streets for a little bit.
1: It's kind of awesome. And
7: then we, and then we close them back up. And that's just to ensure they are working. In case we pull up to your house and your house is on fire we have that extra water supply there that it was, otherwise wouldn't be in the pumper.
1: So w- were you, Richard, a firefighter in Independence?
7: No, no. I was with a much smaller department.
1: Okay. What would you guess? Uh, how many fire hydrants are on any given yeah. block or two-block radius?
7: In um, a city like Independence or Kansas City, so if you go straight down a whole street, there's probably one about every corner.
0: Yeah. So one right. per, one per one. block, basically. Thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands.
7: Yeah, yeah. They're 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 quite quite the distance apart.
1: Okay. Well, Richard, thank you for the call. Thank you for your service. Do appreciate it. Um and I was not trying to be deferential or talk down A on Well, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, 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 what I was trying to do was state the obvious, and that is that while firefighters do heroic work, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. They make their money when that bell goes off. That's right. And, 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 and I, I would say something else as somebody who grew up in the military. My dad served in the military for 24 years. He served in combat for three months. The rest of the time was spent sitting on his butt or training. He
0: earned that, though, in that for three I, months I, I, with I the six bullets I, that went through I, his body.
1: I, I don't dispute that for one second. But what I'm saying is my dad was a hero. I, I, I don't dispute that at all. He was my hero. But my dad literally served a fraction of a fraction of his time in the military actually in combat. And that's what I was simply trying to say about firefighters. They do heroic work, no question. But a lot of their time is spent waiting to do heroic work. 913-586-7798. Joe in Kansas City. Joe, hello.
8: Hey, uh, uh, Scott, Dana. Uh, I love your guys' show and everything like that. Scott, uh, let me tell you, uh, Kansas City, Missouri is twenty four forty eight. They work for twenty four hours; they're off for forty eight. I've been retired for twenty five years, and. When when I was on the fire department, we checked fire plugs. We had a a cap that had a uh, a a pin that you you turn it and it lets the water out, and you would get a you'd get a we took we took a residual pressure and we took a uh, uh, we we took a static pressure that was it was either running or it, or it was still. So I don't know if they changed the the ruling or anything like that, but we checked fire plugs every season when I was on the fire department. I was on the fire department for 23 and a half years until I got hurt. So believe it or not, uh, I don't know where everybody's getting their information. The guy before, he, you know, he's in Kansas City. I don't think they've got, uh, you know, they might have two um, uh, fire hydrants on each block. Uh, I, I worked in an area at 3211 Indiana yeah. for about, about 13 years, uh, right behind Paseo High School, and I worked uh, in Northeast uh, area for about 12 years. That uh, uh, right there, 4777. Joe, real quick, because
0: we're up against a break. Let me ask you this. If there was a fire hydrant that has not been checked in three years, the site where this woman's home burned down, why would that be if three years passed and it was not checked? Is it staffing?
8: It wasn't checked.
0: Yeah, but why?
8: Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. It's not not the city's uh, responsibility. I always thought it was the fire department.
1: Okay. Hey, thank you for the call. All right, Joe. Do appreciate it, man. Uh, Norm in Blue Springs. Before we get to the bottom of the hour break, hello, Norm.
2: I know that the uh, city of Gladstone uh, does a, a, a check of their hydrants. I'm pretty sure that they write down on the date that they checked their hydrants. Okay, you know, it's just it's like a, it's the in, like their insurance.
0: Yes, but and Norm, thanks for the call. That's how they knew when Channel Four started digging around and looking into this. That's how they knew that this particular fire. Hydrant hadn't been checked. They went
1: back and looked at the records and it wasn't. Telephone number is 913 586 7798. 586 7798. Uh, 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 uh. I was unaware that they had arrested anybody. Years ago, I watched this documentary on Netflix, Who Killed... I can't remember the exact name, but it was like, Who Killed Jam Master J? Two men were found guilty of murder today in the 2002 killing of Jam Master Jay, the pioneering DJ of Run DMC, in a case that for decades frustrated detectives and music fans alike. Ronald Washington, Jam Master J's childhood friend, and Carl Jordan Jr., Jam Master Jay's godson were convicted of murder today while engaged in narcotics trafficking and firearm-related murder. A fight nearly broke out in the courtroom after the verdict was announced. Y'all just killed innocent people. Get me out of here, said Washington, Jam Master J's childhood friend, um, then turned to his family and friends and said, I love y'all. As they rushed him and... Carl Jordan Jr. out of the
3: courtroom. Uh, By the way, that documentary you were talking about is on Netflix. It's called Remastered, Remastered, Who Killed Jam Master Jay. Who
1: Killed Jam Master Jay, that's right. Uh, So two people were convicted 22 years after the fact of killing Jam Master Jay, whose real name is Jason Mizell. He was fatally shot at a recording studio in uh, Queens on October 30th of 2002. For years, no one was arrested in the killing, leaving one of the most shocking shootings in music history unsolved. <laughs> uh, Mike in North Kansas City. Mike, hello. Yes, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon to you.
2: Hey, I'm a retired municipal wa- uh, worker, and uh, we always, as part of the public works, took care of flushing hydrants on a yearly basis, kept uh, records and everything. But one piece of information, I don't know if it still holds true or not, but fire hydrants used to be painted according to color, uh, how much water they could flow in a certain amount of time. Oh. For instance, if you, I'm sure over the years you've seen yellow ones and green ones and yep. red ones sure. and, so on and so forth that color indicated the amount of water that that hydrant could flow. And that way the fire department would know what they had at their access for uh, fighting a certain size of fire.
1: Mike, let me ask you a question. Um, the the flushing of a fire hydrant we've seen it on tv and kids playing in the street and running through the water and everything why is that done is it just to ensure that there is water flowing through it or is it to clear out the pipe
2: Uh, a little both, scott uh we used to flush ours usually on about a 20 minute time frame and uh, we'd vary the speed from maybe just a trickle to a full flush to uh the full flush especially just to make sure that the uh, the hydrant itself was cleaned out. Cause another gentleman had called in about sediment and stuff does build up in those mm-hmm. just like a kitchen faucet. And if you don't keep them flushed out, they don't work as well.
1: So it's important to go through, I mean, at least maybe every year, maybe every two years and flush them out.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Hey yeah. Mike, do appreciate the call, man. Thank you for the information.
0: Channel 4, by the way, asked um, why had three years passed between inspections on the fire hydrant in front of this woman's home that basically burned to the ground? They did not get a response, uh, but they did discover that there are more than twenty five thousand hydrants across three hundred twenty square miles. And the city claims nearly 98% of them are in good working condition. What percentage? 98, which is totally fine unless you've got the <laughs> yeah, two. That's right. If it's the 2% in front of your house, <laughs> Jinx, do you want me
1: a coat? Uh, Josh in <laughs> North Kansas City. <laughs> murr, my house is going to die. Hello, Josh. Josh. Okay. Pam in Gladstone. Pam, hello.
4: Hello. First of all, before I tell you my story, Sam, thank you for being a great referee yesterday. And uh, Dana, did you throw up after you watched the uh, uh, Scott's arm get his wrist get smashed? And how is that feeling today, Scott? He, he is sore, but the the
0: goiter has goiter. receded. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh
4: man, I'm sure. <laughs> I think Sam, you really should have a, a whistle with you every day. <laughs> but, anyway, okay, so. What could be worse of having a fire hydrant that doesn't work, is not having one on your street at all. Um, Back in the seventies, I was already out of high school, but a Saturday morning, I went with my mom to take my brother to a baseball practice. My dad was not always smart. We lived; they had a a earth contact house. Yeah. It was a windy day like today, and it was spring. And uh, he decided some of the brush he picked up in the yard, he was going to put in the fireplace and burn it well a north contact house you know they'll have a flat roof and sometimes it's planted this one wasn't it caught fire in the uh, flue of uh, the, the area between and uh, anyway we came around the corner down the street and it was a dead end street it was in the north it was in kansas city missouri a bit north about oh four or five minutes from north kansas city hospital mm-hmm. so anyway we pull in and i see fire coming flames coming out of the roof Run in the house, tell our dad. I call 911. You know, I think back then they didn't have 911. Yeah. You know, you just call the operator. Told them what was going on. We go in and get what we can out and dog. And we're standing in the yard. And my dad's turning on the hose. The fire department arrives. And they go, where's the fire hydrant? Well, guess what? We realized we didn't have one. And what? when they finally got a fire truck there that had water in it, most of the house was gone. Oh, I'm so and, sorry, uh, Pam. It stinks. Well, you know, you know it, they ended up moving to another house, and life went on. Nobody got killed. But it was amazing. They had a big double lot, so they ended up selling okay. the lot, and they put two houses on it. Pam, but- th-
0: thank you. Thank you for the call. Um, what an hour. Every once in a while, you're like, oh, look, this poor woman lost her house. We'll talk about Who knew?
1: All the details there were about fire hydrants around town. Who, who did know? I did not know that the color determined the flow from the fire hydrant. No idea. Uh, Story here from New York, Don Henley. Yeah. Resumed testifying today in a trial over handwritten drafts of his lyrics.
0: Oh, that's not what I thought you were talking about.
1: Hold off, Sam.
0: Whoa, what did you think I was talking about? There are a whole lot of headlines about Don Henley right now, and none
3: of
1: them are about the handwritten lyrics.
3: Oh, the counter arguments to the suit?
1: Let me read this for just a minute, and then you tell me what you know. Okay. Uh, Don Henley resumed testifying today in a trial over handwritten drafts of lyrics to some of the Eagles' biggest hits, including Hotel California, and his decade-long effort to reclaim the pages that he wrote. After spending Monday telling the New York uh, court about topics ranging from Eagles' songwriting to his past personal troubles, the Eagles' co-founder, Underwent further questioning today from lawyers for the three men on trial. The defendants have pleaded not guilty to charges including conspiracy to criminally possess stolen property. They are not charged with actually stealing the roughly 100 legal pad sheets from the development of the Eagles 1976 release Hotel California, which is the third best-selling record ever in U.S. history. I believe behind... Thriller by Michael Jackson, and if I'm not mistaken, ACDC's Back in Black, I think. Uh, The sheets include drafts of the words to the song Hotel California, one of rock's most enduring hits. What do you know? So apparently, as part
0: of this trial, past... Issues and misdeeds have come out. I don't know why this would be part of the trial. Trying to paint him as a forgetful
3: person with poor judgment.
0: But the media coverage surrounding um, one incident involving Henley was reportedly the inspiration for Henley's song, Dirty Laundry.
1: Which was a solo hit. I
0: did not know this, but Don Henley pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor back in 1981 for which he received a sentence of probation and a $2,500 fine. It all stemmed from a night that he called for a, quote, madam to come to his house. And he said a young woman whom he believed to be 20 or 21 years old arrived. The two talked into the night. Uh, The girl at some point asked if he had any drugs. He did. They did some drugs And the next morning, the young girl had a seizure, and it turned out was not 20 or 21 years old. What was she, Sam? 16. 16. Oh,
3: boy. A cocaine-filled rendezvous. No oh boy. With a 16-year-old. It was the 80s. And was now, everywhere. what
0: that has to do with the lyrics and why well, all that's being
3: brought up, I, for, I had never heard about that story. He was claiming that he didn't quite remember the conversation between he and the man who took the written lyrics from whatever studio or hotel or wherever the lyrics were. Okay. He said that he may have said, sure, you can take those, but didn't give him permission to keep it. So, of course, the counter argument was, well, obviously you weren't exactly in the right mind a whole lot back then. Uh, You remember a year prior to this happening when you were in a hotel room and then laid out the whole scenario.
1: Okay. Terrible Joke Tuesday when we return. Get your terrible but arable jokes into the text line at 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. Your joke has to be arable, but it has to be terrible. We will get to Terrible Jokes on Terrible Joke Tuesday. In just a moment, here on Dana and Parks. All right, let's play. Let's go. It is Terrible Joke Tuesday. Your jokes have to be terrible, but they have to be arable. All right? And you can text in your terrible joke at 913-586-7798. They are coming in fast. And Furious. Hey, oh, Scott. Oh, mm. oh, shoot. I was going to mm. start. Oh. Uh, Sam, go ahead. Uh, hey, Scott. What's up, Sam?
3: You know why I keep a guitar in my car? Uh, no, I don't. They're why? great for traffic jams.
1: <clears throat> hey, Dana. Yes, Scott. If H2O is on the inside of a fire hydrant, mm-hmm. what's on the outside? I, I, I don't know. K9P. <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: Hey, Sam. Uh, Yes, Dana. What did the tree say when spring arrived? I don't know. What a (laughs) relief.
3: Hey, Dana. What? Did I ever tell you about the time that I gave my seat to a blind person on the bus? No. Yeah, I lost my job as a bus driver that day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sam. Yes. Uh, from 2150, what do you call a man with no shins? Uh, I don't know. Toe-knee. Wow. Get it? Toe-knee? Hey, Sam. Toe-knee, I-, yes. I was
0: planning on telling you guys a pizza joke today, but it's a bit too cheesy.
3: <clears throat> hey, Scott. Uh, Sam. What do you call a reluctant potato? I don't know. <laughs> uh hesitator. <laughs>
1: Get out! Hey, Scott. (laughs) Yes, Dana. What do you
0: call a moose with no name? I don't know. Anonymous.
1: (laughs) Hey, Dana. Wait, wait, wait. no, no, no. We're not.
0: We're not going to leave that one alone. What do you call a moose with no name?
1: I don't know, Dana.
0: Anonymous.
1: (laughs) You mean anonymous?
0: Anonymous. Anonymous. Thank you, Sam.
3: Hey, Dana. Yes, Sam. You want to hear a construction joke? Yes. Sorry, it's still being built.
1: Dang it, you just stole my next joke. Um. Hey, Scott. Yeah. Wait, no. I got one. Hey, Dana. Yes. Did I tell you my friend just quit his job at the donut shop? No. Yeah, he was fed up with the whole business. You just stole mine.
0: (laughs) Hey, Sam. Yes. What did the envelope say to the stamp? I don't know.
1: Stick with me and we'll go places. Mm-hmm. Sam. Yes, Scott. From 5799. What do you call a group of chubby newborns? Oh my gosh, you
3: need to quit stealing my <laughs> jokes. That is two in a row that what, I was about to read. What do
1: you call a group of chubby newborns? Well, I don't know, Scott. What do you call a group of chubby newborns? Heavy infantry. <clears throat> I'll show myself out.
3: <clears throat> hey, Dana. Yes. What do you call an elephant on ice skates? What do you call an elephant on ice skates? An icebreaker. Hi, I'm Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, hey, Scott. Dana. What do you call a fly with no wings? I, I don't know. A walk? <clears throat> hey, Sam.
3: <laughs> yeah. What causes dry skin? I don't know. A towel? Hey, Scott. Uh, yeah, Sam. Did I tell you that I had a Russian Uber driver the other day? No. Yeah, his name was Picoop and Dropov. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, from, from 2763. Hey, Dana, mm-hmm. do you know the correct term for a gluten free brownie? No. Compost. Nobody eats them. You just throw
0: them in the backyard. Okay. Uh, Hey, Sam. Yes, Dana? How much do roofs cost? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. They're on the house. (laughs) Hey, uh, Sam.
1: Yes? Uh, From 5367. A priest and a mom and a rabbit walk into a bar. Uh, Okay. The rabbit says, I think I might be a typo. (laughs) Hey, Sam. Wow. Yes, knock, knock, knock.
3: <laughs> uh, who's there? Ada. Ada, who?
1: Ate a big
0: breakfast and now I'm stuffed.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, what? You want to try to? Let's do that one again.
3: Knock, knock. What was the pun? Who's there? Yeah. Ada.
1: going? Ada, who?
3: Ate a big breakfast and now I'm stuffed. <laughs> okay. Mm hmm. Hey, Scott. Uh, Sam, what's going on, buddy? What do you call a one-eyed dinosaur? I, I don't know.
1: Uh, do you think he saw us? Hey, Scott. Dana. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Giraffe. Giraffe who? Giraffe, anything to eat. I sure am hungry. Okay, get out. Get, get out Where of the room. Where are you getting these? Now, get out. Sam. Yes, Scott? What do you call an angry carrot from 2150? I don't know. A steamed vegetable. Uh, hey, Dana. Yes, Sam. What do you call a
3: boomerang that doesn't come back? I don't know. A stick. Hey, Sam. Yes, Dana. Knock, knock. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <clears throat> Who's there? Wren. Ren who?
0: Wren, will these knock, knock jokes ever end?
1: Never. Sadly. <laughs> hey, Sam. Yes. Did I tell you my winter fat is almost gone? Really? Yeah, now I have spring rolls. Hey, Sam. <laughs>
0: Knock-knock.
1: No, no, not another knock-knock joke. Somebody's on a knock-knock joke website. Cows go. Cows go who? No, cows go moo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Scott. Sam. Did I ever tell you that I tried to be an Uber driver? Seriously, you're stealing my next joke. We're doing this to each other all day.
3: Uh, Go ahead. Did I ever tell you about the time that I tried to be an Uber driver? No. It didn't work out. My passengers didn't appreciate that I went the extra mile.
0: Hey, Scott.
1: (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there?
3: No.
0: What do you call a cold parrot? I don't know. A bird. (laughs) What? A bird.
1: (laughs) Hey, Sam. Oh, yes, Scott. From 8992, what did the pirate say about his girlfriend? I don't know. She had me at ahoy. That joke doesn't make any sense No, it doesn't. Hey, Scott. Hey, what's up, Sam? Uh, Where do ye find
3: a pirate who's lost his wooden leg? I
1: don't know. Where do ye? Right where ye left him. Quick break for the news with Dan Weinbaum coming up in two minutes. This is Mountain, by the way. Nice. Leslie West on lead vocals and guitar. Uh, Dan Weinbaum's got the news coming up in just a moment here on Dana and Parks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.